0: From Relay FM, this is the Pan Addict episode 185. Today's show is brought to you by Lynda.com, Pen Chalet, and Karis Customs. My name is Mike Hurley, and I am joined, as always, by the one and only Mr. Brad Dowdy.
1: What's up, Michael Hurley?
0: I'm feeling good, man. <laughs> we've had a, we've over the course of the history of this show, we have had a few episodes that have devolved into uh emotional teariness (laughs) so i'm thinking episode 100 was pretty emotional Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. the episode where we hit the kickstarter goal Mm -hmm. uh whilst on the air
1: yeah so i i I have thought about this a lot today actually and i'm just wondering if i should just like go cut some onions and get the tears out ahead of time or am i gonna break down like at some point during this episode, or or what, and um, the best thing is, we haven't told anybody yet.
0: No, so this is my thing. We have we have a huge, we have some huge news today, but we also have a bunch of regular topics on follow up. So, yep. should we we're, should we leave people in suspense? For we're we're, gonna, make we're, we're gonna, gonna make
1: them wait. We're gonna make them wait
0: That's
1: because like. there's actually some really cool stuff I want to talk about. Yeah. Um. So is that is that cool by you? Oh, of course it is. Yeah. So the the first thing. Is the new Lami colors and they got they they announce them so early. Like some of these aren't even until the uh, summer of 2016, but they always do an AL Star special edition, the aluminum barrel Safari shape, and then they do a Safari special edition every year. And people, <laughs> they the first one I saw was the AL Star, which is charged green, and just about every pen person on the planet had a conniption because this is like their fifth green, um special edition color in a row and it's getting kind of annoying at this <laughs> why? point
0: why are they doing I, this i don't, I don't get know it.
1: but you could take like a, a a photo of like the last five years of special editions and they just uh and line them up together and they're like about one shade off one of them's like really really green um and they range from like chartreuse to like bright green and it's like ridiculous so everyone was like having a nut over this and i was too it's like this is just stupid. <laughs> It made me so mad. Um, except they never do the AL star in green, right? That one's always been orange, um, blue. I don't know. They've done some a bunch of different colors with that one. They've never done a green one that that way. All the safaris are green. And then, like, the very next day, here comes the safari image. And it's uh, this dark purple. They're calling it dark lilac with a black clip and a black nib. And people just, like... Forgot everything about the yeah. the charged green AL star and went like crazy for this. And rightfully so, because we've been asking for a purple for years because they don't vary the lineup. The last variance, I think, was aquamarine um, in the Safari. Um, I don't remember when the pink was, but it's always been some kind of apple green chartreuse. And, and it's just this consistent theme. And it's like, you are killing us, Lamy. Come out with a purple. Um, just like, uh, Pelican was, everyone was, um, was clamoring over Pelican doing a special edition Edelstein ink of the year. They always pick another gem to do and they would never do purple. And I don't know, maybe it's because it's so obvious and everyone wants it so bad and it would just frustrate people every year. And, um, uh, so they finally come out with this, uh, dark lilac Safari. And I know you're not a big Safari guy. I am. I've already decided that I, I wouldn't mean, this... say that.
0: I-, I love the Safari. I-, I don't use it much now.
1: Yeah you um you have a healthy respect for the safari you just don't really use the safari
0: yeah but it's see the, the my difference between you with the safari is the safari is the pen that I tell people to get as their first founding pen where you yeah. tend to go metropolitan
1: that blows my mind
0: I think it's I think it's a better start than the metropolitan
1: yeah I used to say that I used to say that but um, I've I've already, someone, I forget who it was on Twitter, I don't have it pulled up right now, and they're just like, well, now I have to decide how many to buy. That's, that's how it is with this pen, that they finally released a purple, and it looks really, really good. It's not, I can't wait to get it, it's how many am I going to buy? <laughs> this is gonna this will probably be i don't know they don't release numbers and they sell these by the tens of 1000s i i'm sure they're always available for months and months and months sometimes they take forever to sell out but i imagine this is going to sell out pretty well unless they uh, really ramp up production it's not that limited these aren't you know like they're making a hundred or three five hundred of them they're they're making they have to be tens of thousands of these because they sell them in literally every retailer um you know in their network and it's a huge worldwide network so what do you think about this pen?
0: I think the black nib is the nice touch about all of it, to be honest. I mean, the cu- mm. the cu- purple color is nice. Like, it's different. Yeah. Um. And, and, you know, purple is a good color for this type mm-hmm. of thing. I think I, I can't think of lots of these types of things that are in purple. But, yeah, I think the the black uh, furniture, as you would say, yeah, uh, is the nicest part about it.
1: It sets it off, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. They they pretty much nailed this one. You know, I always look forward to the, the Safari special release, but this one's the first one I've been excited, like legitimately excited for for years. And um, you only have to wait till the summer twenty sixteen um, to to check that out. Will you get more than one? Will I get more than one? Probably. But they would be. If I did, it would be like it'd be two. It wouldn't sound like I would buy five of them. I'm, I don't buy these things to collect them and, and save them for later, kind of thing. You know. There's no, there's no point in that. So, um, uh, but I might buy two because I might actually keep one of these and I don't normally keep, um, keep one, you know, one of the safaris. I just use them cause they're, they're pretty cool. And, um, you know, I, it's, uh, uh, it's just a good writing pen. Every time I use the safari, I always remember how much I like the safari, you know, it's just a good pen. So, so we had some other, uh, pin release news that I thought wasn't going to release yet, but it turns out it has. I, I take it you've uh, seen the Twisby VAC news. You bet. Twisby VAC Mini, I should clarify, because yep. the VAC 700 I am not a fan of. Um, FYI, we're uh, ticking people off in the chat room, which is exactly what I planned on. Why are we, <laughs> like, what are we doing? Oh, they're like, get over the pin talk. What's the news? All <laughs> uh, right, okay, yeah. Well, so, working as intended. <laughs> so, um... I have to have this Twisby back. This I am more excited about than the Safari, to be quite honest. And they said they were going to lease them on the 15th, but about an hour ago, maybe two hours ago, they started selling them on the Twisby website. So, which is funny, Twisby's always had this weird manufacturer-retailer relationship in my book. So they sent out a message on Facebook or something said, hey, heading out to your favorite retailers and we'll be available on the 15th. Boom, they put them up for sale themselves on the 14th. I just find that strange well they they from a business perspective, stuff, like with yeah. the
0: way that they release products and stuff like that, like it's all kind of weird, you know, like they tease things for months and months and months, mm-hmm. sometimes things never happen, like they do a bunch of really strange stuff mm-hmm. as a company, yeah, um, and I, you know I think as well, like the idea of like them releasing it in advance, I expect that you know in some instances. They're at the point now where it's just like, well, what are you gonna do? You want our products, like to the retailers, right? I so agree. Like, yeah. Know, what are you gonna do? Like, but you're if gonna I was a retailer, them, so... I,
1: I I would be hacked. It's like just you know, I'm your, I don't know. But it's we, the same thing can... though,
0: right? You'd be annoyed, but yeah, what you're gonna yeah. do? You still want them?
1: Yeah, but I'm not gonna. I mean, nothing wrong with Twisby. I like the folks over at Twisby, but I'm not gonna order it from Twisby's side. I'll wait and buy it from whoever. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not like going to get it from, from... TWSBI.
0: I'll get it from a UK, probably Colt Pens or something, just so I can get it quick. Yeah. But it might take them weeks before they get it even. I don't know. They haven't got... They've got it on their website. On Colt, it's on Colt Pens, but it just says uh, waiting for stock.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I'm not going to be the first one to to get this pen. So I'm excited to read... or not excited. I'm anxious to read the reviews and the functionality of it because if they... If they do well on the functionality of this pen, I think it's going to be uh, pretty sweet. It's, you know, probably going to be a very popular pen just because of um, the ink capacity and their mini size pens really aren't too too small. They're very comfortable, comfortable right. size. So,
0: explain to me why uh, this is exciting. Why is the Vac Mini exciting?
1: Um, I've never seen. Uh, it's the filling system. I, I've never seen that filling system in a pen that's this portable. So the vacuum filling system usually is in a larger size pen, like the 700. It was bigger than the 580. And you know how big the 580 is, right? So the 700 is not only bigger, it's heavier. And it's just not the most portable thing. And actually there. 700 design is probably my least it. Well, it's not probably, it's definitely like my them. least, my least favorite design that they've ever created. There was lots of design elements that were just wrong and off in that. Um, but then you go into other, um, you know, companies like the pilot 823. their vacuum filling system. It's the biggest and heaviest of their mainline fountain pens. So to shrink that down into a smaller, you know, pen and still have that filling system. Um, what's the price? Did did you click on the link? I didn't even see what they go for. $65. Okay. So for that price, that's the reason why I enjoy Twisby so much. I'm actually using my 580 blue AL today for the show notes. Do you need one of their bottles? No,
0: no, no, no. Okay. Cause they are making a new bottle. Yeah. For the back
1: filling system. Yeah. They just, they discontinued some of their other bottles and are redoing, um, new bottles i think something like that but they do I, I make bottles
0: a... for the vac though right like you you stick it in and it's easy is that right or am i well no you have to no?
1: remove the. you have to remove the nib to use the um uh this filling system for in the in the, in the bottle in the bottle okay. the in the twisby bottle i'm getting off track here so these bottles that twisby makes have like can think of it like a little nipple on the top of the bottle. So you're actually unscrewing the section of a, the Twisby. So if you've ever taken this section off your 580, you see that little hole in there where the piston draws up the ink through the nib and the section and the feed and everything. You're actually just placing that right on top of that bottle, drawing in the ink and then putting the section back on your pen.
0: However, the bottles, they got the mm-hmm. new ones, mm-hmm. they're hot. I just put oh. a, put a link in the in the show notes.
1: <laughs> Well, I thought the old ones were pretty hot too, and there's yeah. actually uh, uh, was quite a market for them when they went off the market when they decided not to carry them or not, or to redo them, which is pretty much what they've done here. Um, what do you think of those? There was a bunch of people chasing them. They're beautiful. They I, I think real I, nice. This will actually, will I'll, I'll get a bottle this time just because there's no point to, but they fill up in any ink bottle with the nib still attached um, and the vacuum system just fine.
0: Right. But I guess it's cooler, right, to use it in this way. I, I assume it's a more fun mm-hmm. experience, but just a little bit more tricky.
1: But it's like, you know, when you're using the vac filling system versus the piston filling system, the vac is basically like a one-shot fill. You know, you pull it out and you pump it back in um, the bottle and it just it fills up probably at least three-quarters, seven-eighths of the uh, barrel. So it's a cool pen. I'm, ex- I'm very excited for this pen. Um, And I want to see the reviews come out and see, you know, what people are thinking about the functionality and the manufacture of it and the quality of it. So if they do this, if they do this right, it's like everything. It's like why I love the 580 so much, because you can't get a vacuum filling system in a pen for less than like $200.
0: So I have a couple of things about this. hmm? Uh, One, obviously build quality is you know that has been a, a, a kind of a point in my right is that what do you say in my core so, what is that what is that phrase something in my craw anyway yes
1: yes it's stuck in my craw
0: there you go that's been an <laughs> issue i've had for a while and one of the problems has always been the grip section and it's because it kind of doesn't detach it's just been snapping off but from mm-hmm. what you've said to me about the way the system works it, the grip section actually unscrews which is potentially going to mean that 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 problem may be fixed, in cool. just out of the way that the system's different.
1: I mean, maybe that's why my um, I've never had any problems with cracking in mine because I can fill mine with a uh, I unscrew the section and fill them with a syringe anyway into right into the barrel.
0: Yeah, so. maybe that is why. So, but you know, that's an issue that I've had, but maybe not had here. Um, and I'm I have a slight disappointment in this pen that there's no colors or anything like that. Um, it seems like they're just doing a clear version and uh, that is a shame because I have my eye on one of the black um, mm-hmm. with the rose gold. I think that, uh-huh. that is such a good look like in the regular mini uh, and that would have uh, that would have really sealed the deal for me. Like I'm pretty sure I'm going to get one of these, yeah. Uh, but I really
1: wanted to get it or
0: even to get, you know, some of the color that they have in the AL or something like that.
1: Mm-hmm. So... Twisby is a very good version three company. When you get to version three of whatever the one that they've introduced uh, last, that's a lot of people's (laughs) uh, jumping in point, right? Then, you know, the kinks have been worked out. The colors are available. You know, they start with the basics and kind of slowly ramp themselves up, right? So it, it's good to you know get into that second or even third version sometimes with uh, with Twisby, which I understand. So you know a lot a lot of people have been burned by them too many times. Yeah, I think I'm gonna give it a go though. Mm. Oh, I definitely am. I definitely am. I, I'm. I've been anxious for this pin. Yeah, and, uh, I think I'll give it a go. If it's as good as I hope it is, it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a heavily recommended pin just because. <laughs> of the same reasons why the 580 is just because you can't get that type of pen for that price. And it's not close. It's not like a 25%, um, you know, uh, less than it's com- competition. It's multiples and multiples, um, for, for people wanting to try these filling systems that, um, can't afford them in a lot of other pens. So good on them for doing this. This had to, this, yep. w- this one had to be a challenge because the 700 itself was a challenge and, um, People it's a lot of people enjoy that pin, but other people will argue that they failed on that design.
0: It is interesting to me that the seven hundred's so bad looking and so like unwieldy, but yet mm-hmm. they managed to turn it into a mini. It's, right. really, it's like they couldn't make it in a standard size right yep. it's like it's yep. either too big or too small like we can't we can't make a regular one <laughs>
1: that's why i have that's why I've, we've talked so long about this stinking pen because i find it extremely interesting from a, a design and manufacturing perspective in relation to what they've done with the rest of the product line
0: yep yep no doubt all right yep Let's take a break. Thank our first sponsor of this week's episode. It's the great people over at lynda.com, the online learning platform with over 3000 on-demand video courses that can help you strengthen your business technology and creative skills for a free 10 day trial. Visit lynda.com slash as L Y N D slash with lynda.com. You'll be able to watch and learn video courses that were taught to you by absolute experts who have a real passion for the topic that they are focusing on, you will be able to find topics on. You'll be able to find courses on all different types of topic. You'll be able to find courses on typography, Photoshop. Uh, maybe you want to learn Illustrator or Lightroom. Maybe you want to learn how to take great photography. Maybe you want to learn getting things done or how to bootstrap your business. How to learn marketing. How to learn whatever. Lynda.com has. Everything they have: software, hardware, uh, from practical stuff to theoretical stuff. Lynda.com has stuff for people that want to solve problems, for people that are curious, for people who want to make things happen you'll be able to stream any of these thousands of video courses on demand you can even watch them on your android or ios device as well so you can watch on the go you'll be able to learn on your own schedule and at your own pace and create and save playlists of all the courses that you want to watch in any order in all of their great bite-sized pieces to customize your learning path in any way you like. Your lynda.com membership will give you unlimited access to training on hundreds of topics for one flat rate. Whether you're looking to become an industry expert, you're passionate about a hobby, or you just want to learn something new, go ahead and visit lynda.com penaddict and sign up for your free 10-day trial. That's lynda.com penaddict. Thank you so much lynda.com for their support of this show and Relay FM.
1: So did you see those Star Wars pens uh, that we we chatted Mr. Bemis into reviewing for <laughs> us um, a few months ago when they came out?
0: Yeah, I'm happy that he took the challenge. Uh, yeah, and I I've taken a look at the review. I haven't read every word, um, but because there's a lot of stuff in here, maybe more than I would have expected uh, from from these pens. But I love the way he broke it down.
1: Well, he's such a good writer. I mean, yeah. he puts me to shame in, it, in the way he he weaves a story. He's He's legitimately a good writer. Um, it, it's funny when he sends me, uh, I, I haven't told him this yet. Even when he sends me his files to, to post he's using, he's using uh, Microsoft word and someone's editing them for them for him because I get the, the full edit version with like all the parts broken out in the side, change this. Why did you say this here? So he like takes this like really, really seriously. like, these go through like full edits um, before we post them, and it shows in the results. He uh, he really kills it.
0: I, I'm i very surprised at the outcome of this post, I yeah, have to why? say.
1: Well, he, he had already bought them when we discussed them on the show. It wasn't like he bought them for this. When we we're talking about them and we we're saying, wow, these are like ridiculously expensive. And by that time, he's like, well, I've already bought all three of them. And I was like, well, then you're reviewing them for the blog.
0: It surpri- It just surprises me that... Because, you know, my feeling is you would buy these because you wanted to collect them, right? Ah. Uh, you know, you buy them right. because they are fancy special editions and maybe could be worth something one day, but it's not why you do it. You do it because you're a collector like all of us. But John seemed pretty pretty down with them like he was he was happy with the end result of each of them
1: yeah yeah I mean I couldn't I would have a hard time spending that much money and not using the pins like I couldn't put these up there on the shelf and display them at all so well you yeah
0: I mean you got to use them but it's like yeah do do you think you can use them think that they're okay and still be happy with them in your collection right but the fact that you use them and be like no these are actually really good
1: yeah yeah, so it it was a great review. I'm I'm glad he did that. And since uh uh Star Wars um is coming out this week, I figured I, it was time to time to publish that bad boy. I actually had it here for a little bit. So I was I was waiting until it was a little bit closer Clever. closer to the time frame, you know. But um um and I I always um I don't read his stories ahead of time. It, what, he, what he does is stories. He doesn't do posts or reviews. He he tells stories, mm-hmm. and uh, I always save them until they're ready to go live. So even though if I've had it for a month, you know, I like have to tell him or even Susan or Jeff that write for me. I try not to read them till right before, and so I'm like surprised when I do it, and I always get so excited because they all do such great work. So
0: I think my favorite line um, is this one. So he's talking about the Darth Vader pen. And mm-hmm. saying that there's a little red crystal in the fina- finial, 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 there you go. Uh And I like this line. So a red crystal is set in the cap's finial. And while normally I'd scoff at the addition of a Swarovski crystal as a selling point, seriously, what is the deal with Swarovski? Isn't it just, you know, crystal? <laughs> it is a nice touch here as a callback to the color of Vader's lightsaber that is so yeah. true though like I, I don't understand like the swarovski crystal crystal is kind of like pictures this thing that is like diamonds you know it's mm-hmm. like oh it's mm-hmm. so special it has
1: a swarovski in it well would you pay 500 dollars for a star wars fountain pen no i wouldn't no. <laughs> it's, it's like the same thing but i love that too um it, it was like it's just a crystal but i guess to people who collect that stuff it's not just a crystal right
0: I have to say, looking at these pictures here, my favorite one
1: of these is actually the C three PO one. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's my least favorite for sure.
0: I think it looks the fanciest.
1: I think the Vader is my favorite, but you know, I like those those black matte pens. That's just a sweet looking pen, and I already have a couple pens that look like uh, a stormtrooper. So I think the the Vader is is the coolest for me. But um, I think you're not alone in the three PO. I think that's what uh, John. Um, said he liked the most out of the 3 and i think no, other people No, he likes the uh, Oh, he the Storm likes the stormtrooper. Trooper. Someone yeah. else was saying, i think most of the uh comments and things um that we got on that were um that the 3PO everyone favored the 3PO.
0: Also it so. looks the most expensive. So It does. It does. Know.
1: That's that's that uh that gold look uh, will get you.
0: Cuz the stormtrooper one just, it looks pretty, it looks I look pretty cheap. But I, I agree that it's the coolest, like, it's the coolest looking, but it's mm-hmm. I don't know if it's my favorite looking.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, speaking of your favorite looking, mm-hmm. the, the Mont Blanc M, mm-hmm. which is still like, an awesome looking pen, and it's like, completely... Yeah,
0: I still, I I read this review when it came out. And, yeah, so uh, our
1: friend uh, Ziza at Gourmet Pens uh, got her hands on one of these and reviewed it, and... She has lots of concerns about it. And the hardest time I have with it, which I think is what you have with it, not with her review. Her review is great. The hardest time I have is that this the design of this pen speaks to me so much. I'm like, well, it's got to be good, right? It's got it's got to be perfect. I still want it. i, I still read want everything
0: it. about it saying that there's all these problems with it,
1: but I still really want it. <laughs> it's really good. She she has lots of good uh uh pictures in her in her review and mm-hmm. Um, you know, I thought it was a really, really good review because she explained it, um, you know, all the good parts and all the flaws, obviously. Um, and I was actually a little bit surprised it's, it's size. It's a little bit smaller than I thought it might be in relation to some other pens, but I guess not too far off. Um, yeah, I, I still want to try one. I'm not going to just go out and order one blindly. Um, like I tell anyone who's spending this kind of money on a pen, you know, if, if, there's any way you can test it out before purchasing? You want to do that?
0: Someone right? needs to buy one and bring it to the pen show. That's what needs to happen. Or there
1: might be the, one at the pen show. There'll be there'll be one at the pen show. I'll ask. Uh, I need to. I'll ask the Andersons because now that Mont Blanc doesn't, you can't be a Mont Blanc vendor unless you have a brick and mortar, I believe. So now that the Andersons are a brick and mortar retailer, they can carry Mont Blanc. So I'm wondering if they have this. I don't even know if these are in the in the U.S. Does anyone have these? Um, in the U.S.? Okay, Carrie in the chat room saying that the Andersons do carry this pen. So that's something I, I, I still want to get my hands on this because I love the design. Um,
0: All right, we're going to have to get the Andersons to bring it out. Uh, yeah. My issue, I'll tell you what my issue is with this. Hmm. If it is acceptable, <laughs> I will buy one. That's my problem.
1: Yeah, that's a problem. That That's a legitimate problem. Um, it just you're gonna have to live with it right or yeah you know what if those those things that are just not quite acceptable creep up over a month or six months or a year of using and i guess you can just sell it off you know but you know it's it's a lot of money to outlay it's got to be you know they're around 500 retail i don't have the uh the price right in front of me, but like the Star Wars before it, you know, if you're not going to use that pen in a some with some type of frequency, do you need that pen? So, but I love the I love the design of this pen, I really do. Look, if so, people
0: are going to buy Star Wars pens, <laughs> then I'm going to buy this one.
1: I I'm with you on if it's acceptable because I'm reading uh, Ziza's review and she's like i'm kind of, i'm a i'm like nodding my head along with her I'm like, yeah, I can see that, yeah, I kinda of understand that mm that could be a problem, and I can't wait to try it, you know
0: <laughs> yeah, there's just so. like little things like the magnetic cap and you know i just I'll just look at it all right, I won't use it. i'll just I'll just look at it
1: right, right, right Ugh. so speaking of things to look at, you got your uh d d c dead print editions. Oh and yeah! you took a picture of them on Instagram and I actually saw a version I've not seen on anyone else's pictures and I haven't completely opened mine, but I didn't see it hiding in there. It's either a Las Vegas one or a Nevada one because I see Sin City, I see the, the Horseshoe Circus yep. Circus and it's black and pink. I have never seen that color combination. Also, So many people have bought these and opened these. I've never seen that combo. It's really sweet.
0: The paper feels different. It's got an interesting texture to it. It's, it's ever so slightly velvety feeling the cover, the
1: cover. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, You mean the, the the Vegas one compared to the rest of them? Yeah. I wonder if it's like a black vel like a velvet Elvis. It's It's not familiar. It's not. Yeah. I know what
0: that is. It's not velvet, right? It's Ah. not, but it's close to that. It's got like a real interesting texture to it. It's not a soft texture, but it is a rough texture. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, yeah, uh, but I am so chuffed, so chuffed <laughs> with uh, my my ones of these. Like uh, again, I want to thank Daniel for helping hook me up uh, because these things are so limited. Right, I got one seven seven six and one five five four. Mm-hmm. of uh of 2000 but i think my favorite though is the one with the white one with all the different colorful icons on it yeah i'll be a link in the show notes so you can find this for yourself and one of the things that i love so much about it is it's got half of the america the beautiful sticker
1: oh i see it now see that? Yep. Yeah. yep so there's one um that has caught my eye besides the vegas one which i wouldn't even ask you to trade that to me I bet i know which one it is do you actually know
0: do, oh, do you mean other than mine, or do you like?
1: No, no, in your picture.
0: I bet it's top right. No. Okay.
1: Top left because it's got a pavement uh, logo on it, which I hadn't seen any of these either, and that's one of my favorite bands ever. Pavement is a. Oh, really? Yeah, that would be my my inquisitive. Uh, my inquisitive uh, record would be uh, Slanted and Enchanted by Pavement. Hmm. So um, they're, they're a killer band uh, that I've loved for decades. And uh, I, I haven't seen that. I don't even know what poster that could possibly be on. I don't know if it's just some random thing. But, I uh, very randomly
0: cool. have another piece of that poster on the bottom right. You see that?
1: Yeah, I saw that. It's almost like they connect to each other, but not quite.
0: Yeah, I would have thought that you'd like that top right one.
1: It's... Yeah, I, I haven't seen one with that little stuff on no. it. That's kind of... Interesting. You got a you got two pretty good packs here, so I I need to open mine up and um, I can't believe you've not done it yet. I just hadn't had time.
0: Man, I it was like the first thing I did. They came through the door and I was like, opening. Have you opened any of them? No. Right, because you know the belly bands are also posters. Oh, really? Just (laughs) reverse like the belly bands are the same kind of. They're also poster stock, so the belly bands have different um, designs on them too.
1: Yeah. Cool. On the I, I can't wait. I will do that. Uh, maybe tomorrow. Maybe you got to take that.
0: some. You got to take some pictures of him, man.
1: Yeah, maybe tomorrow I will get to that because uh, I'm gonna be awfully busy tomorrow, Michael. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Huh. Hmm. Just How interesting. You
1: know, I just thought I'd throw that out there.
0: We should talk about that, right? We should. Yeah, let's talk about that. Actually, before we do, (laughs) this week's episode is brought to you by Pen Chalet. They sell authentic, amazing rollerballs, fountain pens, ballpoints, mechanical pencils, and so much more. Now, Brad, I want you to go over to penchalet.com and log into the very secret pen addict area because right, I want you to there. go and take a look at what's there because Ron's put up a bunch of different things today. So we could talk about those in a moment. Pen Chalet carry all your favorite brands like Monteverde, Pelican, Lamy, Pilot, Sailor, Kaweco. They're an authorized dealer of all of them and many more. If you're ever looking to get yourself a new pen, you should go to Pen Chalet first because they have very fast and reliable customer service. They're always doing great discounts and great deals. They're always adding new styles of pens as well. They do free shipping on orders of over $50 in the continental United States. They also sell internationally with great shipping rates, and you get the conversion rate on your side, many currencies. And Penshalle makes sure that they give a 100% satisfaction guarantee with all of their high-quality pens at the low prices that they sell them at. That's why you should be going to Pen Chalet first, and also because you can always get yourself 10% off of anything at Pen Chalet by using the code PENADDICT at checkout. But as I mentioned to Brad, what I wanted him to do is to go over to penchalet.com, as you should, and you will be able to see right at the very top of the page, they have a link that says Radio Podcast. You want to click that, enter the Pen Addict password there and you'll be taken through to our special little area that Ron sets up for us and we have a whole host of things here today
1: so this happened before and it's not going to happen today because it happened for this one very particular pin and it's the Pilot Custom 74 which is one of my favorite pins of all time and he has it in the blue which I don't have and he has it in the clear which I don't have and he has it in the smoke which is just so awesome looking <laughs> and this was the pin that caused me to make a purchase live on the air because I know how you uh listeners are rabid listeners heading out and snatching up these things uh when Ron has these great deals and um the last time I did it on this on this 74 I was able to get the orange one um Yep. And for 126 bucks and how much more off of that there's like another 10% no, off of that. It's,
0: that's it's 126 total. So he's taking okay, it so he's got, down to oh, 140 and then the coupon oh. takes it down to $126, which is just yeah. madness.
1: So that's just that's crazy. Another thing which I've never seen him have on sale and I don't even have one of these um and honestly there's there's mixed reactions about this pen. It's the Noodler's Conrad fountain pen. That's one of that's a very love hate pen. People who have them and love them have like five of them or people will try one and say not nah, this isn't for me because it has it's a steel flex nib pen for the price of $27 is really really cheap compared to what they're usually going for. Um so yeah, and he also has a Lamy Vista which never goes on sale. Um and the, and the Monteverdi one-touch stylus tool, which I don't own, and I've never really wanted one, but now they make them in orange. So, <laughs> so <there laughs> I actually go. just saw them for the first time today. I saw a picture of them. And, you know, I don't know. Ron did a really good job here. You, were, you weren't kidding. So, nope. uh, But one of so, my favorites
0: yeah. on this list is the Caveco Artsport. There's I a couple know. of different Artsport models as well for just another just fantastic price. You can pick up one of those for $60.75. They're the Rosette. Yes, yeah. it's the red one um, for 60 bucks, It's a fantastic price. So you want to go yeah. over to PennChalet.com, use our special code PENADDICT at the top when you hit that podcast button. That'll take you through to see all those special deals. And don't forget, you can always use, and you should still use on those special deals, the PENADDICT uh, code at checkout, and you'll get yourself 10% off of any order. Thank you so much to penchalet for the continued support of this show.
1: Yes, thank you, Ron.
0: All right. Okay, it's time. We've we've teased the people for long enough. Uh you have some big news today.
1: So I do. And where to begin? Um, well what did you do? I quit my job. This one? Not this job. <laughs> not the pen addict job. Not the not code job. I quit my jobby job. Day job. Um I quit my day job. Uh two weeks ago, Monday. Mm-hmm. Two weeks ago today, um, I turned in my notice at my job.
0: I have been dying to talk about this on the show.
1: <laughs> yeah, so Friday was my last day. Um, I took the weekend out of town to spend with the wife because it was also our 18th anniversary yesterday. So that was a big deal. Um, so I t- actually timed <laughs> the quitting f- uh, for a lot of reasons. Um, that being, That was one of them. But this has been in the works in my head for a while. I've got the ball rolling probably, what, this summer is when I first let you know that this is what I'm working towards?
0: Yeah, I mean, like, we were talking about it. We've spoken about it seriously a few times over the years. Like, seriously, like, okay, I'm making this plan, I'm making this plan. But, yeah, in the summer, um, you were like, yeah, no, it's happening now. we've worked it out i'm gonna make it work
1: yeah so it's a kind of a long time coming yeah yeah um and a lot of nerves (laughs) and scared converse emotional conversations you know not in a bad way but just in a oh my god kind of way and you know it's been a process and it's been a Brain switch, you know, you definitely have to switch some things around and in how you think about things. Um, but leaving, you know, the stability and security of a job, I've had 14 of the last 15 years, you know, um, you know, I I did work for JetPens for a year in between there, but I worked for the same company before and after that.
0: Do you remember when we used to put the disclaimer at the end of the show because of your, because you worked at JetPens, do you remember that?
1: Yeah, that, that was weird. We don't have to disclaim anymore because it's, uh, I'm, I'm going independent, basically. You know, stationary is going to be my life. And oh, I am so excited and I'm really grateful for all the listeners and readers and everyone who's been along for the ride and everyone who's brand new, everyone who's been around forever. I mean, I, I couldn't do it without. You know, everyone giving me thanks in the chat room, giving me thanks on Twitter, Instagram, you know, texting me, calling me. Some people, you know, a few people knew uh, ahead of time just because, you know, I kind of got to I kind of get to get some words out. Um, This is the part where I get almost crying. But um, it's a big deal and it's not easy. And it was a massive, massive decision um, for my you know my whole being, right? You know a, a, a lot of times, you know, you're looked at in, you know, maybe, you know, not unfortunately, but just saying, be you know, appeared defined by the job that you have, and you know, my job was great. It was very good. Um, you know, you'll hear me say stability uh, a lot, and getting throwing yourself into something completely different where it's not stable even remotely and it's going to be kind of a whirlwind to kind of get going even though i've been doing you know i've been writing the pen had its eighth anniversary in november it's I've been doing it for eight years it's unreal and the way it's grown um and then it's allowed for things like this podcast it's allowed for me to start a company <laughs> um called notco for those who aren't familiar um because of all this and it's gotten to the point where i look at these things and just see the opportunities there if i can put my all my time and effort behind knock and behind pen addict and behind this community that has been so supportive of me and i want to support with like every fiber of my being it's been an amazing journey
0: all right, so I have a bunch of questions for you um but I'm, I'm gonna kind of ruin it by doing the emotional part now, okay. and then I'll ask you the questions mm-hmm. um, I can't even begin to explain how happy I am that you've done this i I have so many friends I mean you know all of us here at relay we work really hard and and the majority of people that that are a part of relay um are not independent um they have a, a job of some kind or they had a job at a certain point. And it goes for many of my friends who, you know, they they have a thing that they do, an outlet that they have that they would love to be what they do for a living. Um but it it's, you know, for whatever reason isn't or can't be. And that can be just through the fact that it doesn't make them enough or they just don't feel secure enough. But I think out of everybody that I know, um you are easily and, you know, were with the previous job the hardest working like the pure amount of things that you somehow managed to do i don't understand how you are still alive like because the the thing is not only did you have a massively successful blog like your site is the is of, of everyone that i know is the most successful right page views wise I mean, it's, not, it's on your website. People can go see it. But, like, the pen ad, it gets, like, a million page views a month. Right? That is, like, madness. So you manage that and everything that goes along with that. You have three people that write for you? Uh,
1: two on the payroll and then, uh, you know, people like uh, John and uh, Nick um, fall under the, the guest posting category. So, you have that to do. You have this show every week,
0: and you put together like 75% at least of what goes into this show every single week. Um, and you have Knock, which is a real business. Like, this, no joke, like, it is a real business. I've seen it in action. Like, Knock Co is a thing. And you work in a night shift. And you would somehow find the time to fit all this in. And I have seen you with your family, an incredible dad as well. And it's so clear to me from that FaceTime call that I got to witness from your car in Atlanta that your kids absolutely <laughs> adore you. I don't understand you. Like I don't know what it is that you drink, uh, but coffee mostly. <laughs> there's some. There was something in it. And i got to tell you, buddy, I am so happy, and this is so deserving, and it is a heck of a long time coming. Oh, man. I have
1: to take off my glasses for a minute. (laughs) (laughs) I love you, Brad Dowdy. I love you, too, man. Thanks so much. I I appreciate it. I couldn't do it without you. I mean, remember that... You're the one that you're the one that caused a lot of this, remember you gave me the kick in the butt that I needed. You said, yes. I think we have an I think we can do a podcast about pins, and I pretty much told you you were stupid and go away and you uh you kept at it and stuck with me. I guess you saw something then um no I, you know. I mean
0: you know look maybe for as long as we've known each other, I've tried to force you to do something right like, <laughs> you know like, yeah. see, like oh I have had uh, over the years, I've thrown many ideas brad's way most of them were silly and the one that actually ended up really working has nothing to do with me but <laughs> the point was i just knew I, I one i knew you could and two you deserve it like you mm. you deserve it and that the whole time like the pen addict is a like a as a just a a gold mine that you don't take advantage of right and, you know just that whole brand and everything about it Um, It really is something that you can push more. But the great thing is, like, NotCo is a business that's making money. And the pen Mm -hmm. addict is kind of like a sleeping giant, right? Like Mm penaddict.com is like this the sleeping giant that I think you can also really turn into something. But we should talk about that sort of stuff. But I need to go back to the start a little bit. Mm -hmm. Why have you quit now?
1: It's time from a growth perspective for both knock in the pen addict, that if I want to continue to do all these things, continue to pour my heart and soul into it, something has to give. And there's never going to be a perfect time, which nope. a lot of people have told me that you've told me you've, when I kept telling, you no, and it's not the time, or I talked to Jeff and I was like, it's not the time. Or I talked to my wife or talk to my parents, you know, cause they're all involved in these decisions too. And you, you know, there's never a perfect time, you know, you can't wait until, the money's perfect or the time is perfect or, you know, the distance is perfect. At some point you have to make a leap of faith. Um, You have to believe in yourself enough and the people that you work with enough and your support system enough to where you're like, okay, I can make this jump and I can make these additional sacrifices that are going to require my time. In order to make Knock the best company that it can be, and in order to make the Pen Addict the best website it can be, and the best podcasting it can be, and you know to make this stationary community as a whole even stronger, because that's what I really want to do. That's what I really believe in. I believe in the people so much in this community. Um. You know that that's like a huge focus of mine. Always has been. You know, I always want to put, you know, the people first, and you know, the readers and listeners, and all the people I meet at pin shows and people I talk to online and email. You know, that's always come first, and that's always will be. And I think that's why it's been successful. But the time came to where the personal time balance that I have with everything that I do that you were mentioning before was things were starting to knock heads a little bit if you will so some decisions had to be made and which direction is the rest of my life gonna go and you know is it gonna be sitting in front of a computer at three o'clock in the morning fixing problems or is it going to be focusing on the things that I love um you know and knock in the pen addict in my family, you know, primarily, uh, not necessarily in that order. Good thing my wife doesn't listen. So <laughs> <laughs> just to clarify. Um, but it, it became time because those things started bumping up against each other pretty hard here in the past, probably like past couple of years, my health deteriorating because of my shift, my time with my quality of life with my family is, getting worse because of my job, uh, my pr- previous job. And this is nothing against my previous job. Um, no one there listens, they wouldn't know anyway, but I had a really, really good job. That's what made it hard to leave. Um, but the, all these things were kind of boiling in a pot together and, you know, it, at some point, you know, I, I just had to make a decision which direction I want to go in And I want to go in the direction of this community and that's how much I believe in it and being able to be a part of it by making things at knock and talking about things with the pen addict is just the way I wanted to go. And it was time to do that. You know, it was, it was time to make that leap of faith. It's never going to be perfect timing. Um, but it just got to where I had to do something. Um, if nothing else, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to die early working this these hours for so long. Um, this last run of third shift was about four years. I did it two years, you know, a few years ago. So I've had like six years total of working third shift. And it's just, it's it's hell on your body. And that's not the sole reason, but that plays into so many other things, you know, with my quality of life. And could I make a success out of the pen addict and knock, um, and get myself out of that vicious cycle that I was in with the lifestyle I was leading that was caused by the job that's really secure and pays really well, you know? (laughs) So it, it was not an easy decision by any stretch of the imagination, but I feel it's the right decision. Um, I'm gone for months and months, probably since the summer of just massive amounts of nerves, right? Just on the decision, am I making it the right, am I making the right decision? And I felt so nervous about having to make that decision. Like, you know, I was always like hemming and hawing over it and, you know, kind of keeping one toe in, you know, if you will. And, and I finally made that decision, like only like definitely definitively, probably like in October, like, you know, maybe the end of September, beginning of October, here's the plan for me leaving my job and I'm going to do it. And, you know, once I started working towards that and putting more time towards that, you know, the nerves start to subside and the excitement starts to kick in. So that balance starts to shift, right? So once I finally made the, made the call that, okay, here's what I'm going to do. Here's why I'm doing it. Here's how we're doing it. And here's when we're doing it. You start moving forward and I start getting pumped about what opportunities I'm going to have with Knock now. Like we have such a good thing going at Knock, and it's going so well and we can do so much more. It's not even funny. And I have to be there to do that, right? To help with that. I mean, I certainly can't do it on my own, but Jeff's been doing this on his own for like two years sh- already. It's like I contribute very little in the grand scheme of knock. like in the actual day-to-day working of knock. And Jeff's been killing himself and he needs me there to push this thing forward. We both have a vision of what we want this to be and it's going to take both of us to get this done and it's time. So using that you know, as really the core of making this jump, it, it, it made it a lot, a lot easier because it's going well. And we can see, like, even though we're not, you know, things aren't exactly happening right this second, we see it, right? It's like on the horizon, we can see, we can do this, right? But it's going to take me, getting in there and kicking as much butt as Jeff has ha- has over the past two years because he's totally killed it I mean he's been awesome and it's completely time for me to get in there and do this so your
0: last day is past right was your first day self-employed
1: today um I guess you could say so yeah today's <laughs> yeah yeah so my last day at work uh was Friday
0: all right this so how Friday. did you spend today
1: uh, today, I spent driving back from uh, St. Simon's Island because I All was right. out of town.
0: So, it's tomorrow then, right? Tomorrow. So tomorrow is the real day. Okay.
1: That's what I was alluding to earlier. I forget exactly what I said, but tomorrow, yeah. I, I, was, I was driving back uh, with my wife and I said, tomorrow's going to be really strange.
0: What's the plan for tomorrow? you got to have a plan. What is the plan?
1: Tomorrow is to set up my workspace. Nice. So, I haven't had time to do any of this. Right, so I did- actually on um I've been doing a lot of back end stuff um trying to get things ready, you know just to to make this you know one one of the silly little decisions on why I decided to do this now um was also because of tax time, right, so I want to start fresh January first so Okay, I've got to get this accounting oh, set yeah. up. I'm I'm working for myself self now. It's a whole different ball game, right?
0: I have a really good accountant, by the way.
1: Yeah, I have him too. I know okay, him. Good, good. He's good. a good guy. <laughs> he's he's our, he's our knock accountant, so he's also my personal accountant. Excellent. <laughs> so, but you know, you got to do those things, right? So that was a, a consideration when of the when I'm going to tell my job that I'm quitting because now I can, you know, officially. Flip the switch, flip the job switch on January first, and it makes my accounting cleaner. So I was thinking of things like that, but yeah, Tuesday's going to be weird, and I I just realized that today, um, driving home, um, and the biggest thing I'm going to do is set up my office um, because I need a workspace um, away from the family a little bit. You know, I need an area where I can go and focus um, and, and do those types of things um that i that i need to do on a day-to-day basis um but once i'm in like the full swing which probably won't be till like january 1st or the first of you know the first full week of january i'm gonna be spending two days a week at knock in the shop and then three days a week at home that's the working plan that's pretty sweet yeah
0: are you gonna be making stuff at knock or are you gonna be like business in
1: it yeah, mostly businessing and, and um, there's some making stuff that I can do and I will certainly help. But you know we do we ship a lot more now, right? So you know I'll get in there and help with the shipping and the inventory and the organizing and the quality control and you know then you know the marketing side of it. Like I need that's going to be like my biggest biggest focus is the marketing side, getting our name out there outside of our community, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna be writing a lot um, you know, hopefully creating content, um, for knock and then managing, you know, what, this is the year we get into retail. I mean, we just have to, it's time it's beyond time. So I'm going to be managing that and working with our retailers that we're going to get into, which I know everyone's excited about. Um, everyone's been chomping at the bit since our Kickstarter (laughs) to wholesale our cases. So I'm going to be working on that. Um, there's so much that, we're not doing right now that's going to be my responsibility to to do because jeff is doing everything in his power for getting manufacturing done and getting these cases made so we can get them sold you know he i've said it before about jeff that him and i are so perfect together because we have almost no overlap in skill set except for knowing what we want to make right so Jeff is awesome at all kinds of things that I'm terrible at. And I'm awesome at all kinds of things that Jeff's terrible at. So it's like the perfect match (laughs) as far as that goes. So that's what my weeks are going to be like. But the reason I actually told you, I don't know, a few weeks ago, that I didn't even want to have this conversation today. I wanted to wait until like January. Um, But I realized, it took me to last week to realize that I'm going to be around during normal people hours all week, starting this week. And people are going to start asking questions. Why are you awake? And I was like, well, I can't hold it in that long. You know, so I was like, well, I guess let's talk about it on Monday. What do you think? And you're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been so, dying to talk about this. Because yeah, I assume you're
0: on uh, what we call gardening leave. I don't know. I don't know what yeah, you call
1: it there. It, I I don't think there's any perfect name for it. Maybe, maybe there is it's, it's basically I'm between jobs. I don't know. There's really no, I mean, for me, there's no, there's no real break. I mean, tomorrow really starts. Yeah, of course, you know, but you know, I'm already working on that stuff, right? I am working on how I can make the pen addict better. What things I can do going forward with the pen addict, um, you know, that the readers will enjoy. Um, and things like that. So there's so, so many things up in the air right now that, you know, I mean, tomorrow it's, it's get to work time.
0: So if you look at the way that your businesses are split up, um, to going forward, where do you think the majority of your income is going to come
1: from? Knock, I would yeah, say, I would, I would have assumed that too. I don't have a, like a totally perfect math answer for that. I feel like it's, it's knock and it it, it pretty much has to be knock, right? Mm -hmm. It just, it just has to be.
0: It feels like to me that, that the pen addict and the pen addict brand has done this already, but can continue to do this at a larger scale, which is Mm -hmm. to funnel people into knock. Yeah, sure. Money
1: making thing. Sure, sure. And, uh, uh, I've never, you know, like totally like tied those things in like in sync But it's definitely going to be not the, like, the pen addict, I can grow a lot. Knock, I can grow almost infinitely, if that makes Mm -hmm, sense. mm -hmm. Right? I think the pen addict, there's not a limit to growth, but it's so older, it's older and established, there's a slower pace of growth to that. With knock, we're, like, still in the embryonic stage, almost, right? So that's where the bulk of my time is going to be. Um, like the pen addict stuff, I'll be spending more time than I have in the past now that it's part of my job. But Knock will have a greater percentage of the new hours that I'm spending my time on, if that makes sense. I don't know if I'm saying that exactly right. So like proportionally, Knock is about to get a crap ton more of Brad in it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which is good for the company. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Totally. All right. I have so many more questions for you, but I need to take our final break. Let's do it. This week's episode of The Pen Addict is brought to you by our great friends over at Carus Customs. Carus Customs are an awesome pen maker based in Mesa, Arizona. Zona and all of their stuff is made in their shop and they are proud that they are based in the US of A you know Carus Customs, they make pens that we love Brad, what pens do Carus Customs make that you love?
1: So let's tell a story about this weekend and we didn't, uh, we didn't clear this beforehand but we're going to tell it anyway You tell so, this story Yeah, so my wife and I went away for a quick weekend we getaway for our anniversary this weekend and my wife has never been a huge fountain pen user so she knows what I do. She knows what all this stuff is. She'll, you know, grab a fountain pen and and doodle with it or whatever. But she's never been, like, really taken by it. So this weekend on our trip, um, she wanted to address um, her Christmas cards for everyone. And she wanted a fountain pen to do it with. So I gave her, I said, like, what's a good pen For her to use just a generic pen, something basic that I can give her to to see what she likes. And I gave her the Twisby Echo or Eco, whatever we're going with this this week. And she liked it fine. And she used it in the car. And when we got there, I always carry a bunch of pens with me. I had brought the Kara's Ink and the Kara's uh, Fountain K with me because those are pens that I enjoy and want to use she's like you know i like this eco but what else do you have that i might like or that's different or that i can use and you know throw in my purse or do whatever and i said i gave her every pin i brought which was about 10 pins which i used none by the way <laughs> on this whole trip i didn't i don't think i even used a pin she used <laughs> way more pens than i did but i brought 10 because that's what you do right So I I laid out all my pens for her. She tried every one. I mean, I had a Nakaya there. I had a Twisby Eco there. I had a Sailor. Um, I can't even remember everything that I brought. But I had two Karas. Those were the two that she picked she enjoyed the most. And then the Fountain K with the brass section is the pen she's keeping for herself. Out of any pen she could have chosen, out of any pen she enjoyed writing with the one that she enjoyed the most was the fountain K from Keras And this is a tumbled aluminum one with a brass section. It looks great. It feels great. The new Bach nibs, Dan, I'm so happy you, you um, uh, have switched over to those. Not that Schmidt, nothing wrong with the Schmidt nibs. I love these Bach nibs. They allow my wife, who is not a fountain pen user, to just pick them up and start writing, and she can feel the difference in what she was she was using that as opposed to the eco um she's like it fit her hand well um it wrote exceptionally well, and that pen is now hers. that pen is no longer mine, so <laughs> thank you Dan um you're probably gonna end up costing me more money with my wife because she was such a huge fan of both the Karis customs pens without knowing anything about pens that's what um she she it, she now owns so that is her pen
0: as well as the pens that Brad mentioned uh Karas Customs have a fantastic range of awesome stuff. They have into the, the Render K, the Ink, the Bolt, the Retract, and the all-new EDK and Fountain K. And as Brad mentioned, all these nibs uh, in the Fountain Pen versions now are made by Peter Block, which are just fantastic quality pens. There's so many different color and material choices that you can make uh, these things really are fantastic, and you can uh, you should buy a few and mix and match some of the parts like I do, which is one of yeah. my favorite things to do with Kara's Custom stuff. Is to kind of make my own Frankenstein uh, models, which is
1: just so much fun. Yeah, just so just so I'm being completely honest, Mike, mm-hmm. and fair to my wife, I told her she couldn't have the ink. <laughs> <laughs> that one's mine because i love that pen so much that brown anodizing that they do so but the when she got down to two those were the final two and i said you can't have this one she said like that's okay i love this other one i like this other one more but i wouldn't i wouldn't let her have the ink because i didn't want to give that one up
0: <laughs> if you want to buy some more pens for yourself that you just can't give up or you have a, a loved one in your life that you want a surprise with a fantastic fantastic pen you should be going over to Karis Customs. You want to head on over to their lovely website, kariscustoms.com, and they are offering a fantastic 15% discount for listeners of The Pen Addict if you use the code Addict in the shopping cart before checkout. And this offer is good all the way up until January the 1st. It's still great for last minute gifts. It's still great for you to buy a little gift for yourself if maybe you haven't got what you wanted this holiday season. So make sure that you add the code PENADDICT in a shopping cart before checkout over at KarasCustoms.com. Thank you so much to crass customs for their continued support of this show and of Relay FM. All right, so I've got some more uh, I've got some more questions for you, buddy.
1: Sure. Uh, now that I've stopped crying, I should be good, so don't make me cry again.
0: I mean, you've kind of gone through some of this a little bit, but I kind of want to direct it a little more. Um, What do you think that being independent is going to allow you to do that you wouldn't have been able to do before, because you know you say about like the marketing stuff and things like that. But what do you think that's going to look like on a daily basis? Do you think you're going to feel more connected to the company? Like, is it going to build your relationship with the people that you work with? Like, what types of things do you think you're going to be able to get to do that you just simply couldn't have done before?
1: So I, I don't want to uh, simplify it, but it's literally the the thing that keeps popping into my head is more. I just need to do more because I haven't been able, I've been able to give everything I can give up until this point. Mm -hmm. And now that I, now I have the freedom and the time and the ability to do more. And that's part of like what you're saying to be around our employees more. I didn't meet um, Shanika, who's worked for us. I don't even know how long now. Um, maybe not quite a year, but a while. I didn't meet her for the first six months that she was there. At least I didn't meet her till the American Field Show. Um, wow. And that embarrasses me as a business owner, right? Yeah. You know, I I felt continually bad about that with Jeff because I couldn't get up there. I can't get up to knock during the week. I can only go on the weekends. Well, our employees don't work on the weekends, so I ended up not going. And things like that. And, you know, to I want to be there to support them and to cheer them on because the work they do is amazing, you know. And I want to witness that firsthand. Jeff tells me all the time. And I'm, like, so excited to have Shanika and Alice and Dino working for us. Um, And when I hear Jeff raving about them, it just... In the past, I mean, it obviously excites me, but I'm sad, right? Because I'm not there being a part of that, and I want to be a part of that. So that's what it's going to allow me to do, to be part of Knock, Even though I always have been and always will be, it's to be a more directly involved, right? To be around, you know, everyone who works there and, you know, maybe – they don't quite understand like this, right? They don't understand this whole community that we have around it. They're starting to get it now. Um, Jeff, you know, kind of brings them in but like we had Mark Backus come to the shop uh, to do a nib grind. You know, Alice and Shanika got their very first fountain pens that day when Mark came. Right? So, I want to show them the love that I have for this community and the love that I have for this company, um, Nock. that you know, in that I just want to, I don't know, make that come through, I guess, in my availability and my presence there and my assistance and my support. Um, and I want them to know they have that undying support for me. Um, not just Jeff, you know, and it's been awesome. They're nothing short of fantastic and amazing. And I want to be part of that every day, you know, and, and now I'm going to get that chance.
0: And, what is the new the first new thing thing you've never done before that you're going to try and tra- tackle first? With Knock, with anything?
1: Well, with Knock it's going to be outreach and retail. It's two things. Um, I've never sat down and focused on building Knock. Knock has been we plan very well to have as much inventory as we can. But we're always running out, which is awesome. I want to solve that problem, right? Which I'm going to make it worse. And that's how we're going to solve it because I'm going to get out there to people who have never heard of this company or this brand and say, hey, we make this really cool thing. And I think it's something you might be interested in. And here's why. And we're going to put the pressure on manufacturing. (laughs) You know, I want to. We already have so much pressure on us because all of our wonderful customers, that's our customer base is growing, growing exponentially every day. And they love our products and I'm super glad that they do. But there's so much untapped out there that <laughs> we want to manufacture more. And that's a huge problem to solve. And we're working on that now. And I want to be able to focus on that. Um, you know, with the Pin addict, I want to grow that in the fountain pen community as a whole, really in the stationary community as a whole. um, I want to get out more. I want to travel more, get out to more shows, Um, just increase awareness and keep bringing people into this community. You know, the people that listen to this show are not your traditional stationary users that, you know, people who are not aware of this would think of, right? People People who don't know us, you know, air quote us, um don't understand any of this they think you know pens are for old people or fountain pens who uses that anymore and i want to continue to spread the word of stationery. um i want to build like a massive community around this you know i think it, it can be done and i want to continue to get the word out and you know if that's traveling to more pen shows um this year you know maybe that's it you know I want to grow the pen addict as a brand, you know, I'm not going to lie. I think there's something there um, with the website and the name and things like that. So, you know, I want to build a pen addict store, you know, I want to do something like that, you know, not a physical store, an online store, physical store. That'd be pretty cool. One of these days, wouldn't it? Don't worry. That's not on the right. Don't worry that I'm not alluding to anything there. That's not on the radar. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but the, those are the kind of big things, the big, the big picture things that I'm working on with Knock and with Pen Addict. Um, I have that more defined with Knock right now than Pen Addict. Yep. But Pin Addict, I've been doing so long, I can do that quicker. If that makes you know, sense.
0: The funny thing is, you can go from having a job and two side jobs to one job and a side job. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like the website yeah. can become your side job, but that yeah. will take like all the time that, that knock and the pen time had on it before. Yeah, exactly. You know, depending on how you want to split up your time.
1: Right. So like the time, like I, I was kind of figuring out how to explain that earlier. Knock's going to get a lot more of my now free time, right? My old jobby job time is now going to go a lot to knock. But that's because I already spent a lot of time of my previous free time on the pin attic. So that percentage, my time spent on pin attic is going to increase, but not it's not going to increase near as much as what it's going to spend with knock.
0: Yeah, and and even though that will increase, it won't be at the detriment of anything else. Exactly, exactly. All right, so I have I have one one thing I wanted to mention, in a couple more questions. So, like you know, you've been talking a bunch about like what this is enabling you to do and, and thinking mm-hmm. about like, you know, making the jump. And and it reminds me very much of when I did this and it was like we were able to get so far um in a short space of time really with Relay FM. But, but it was mm-hmm. after many years of work, right? In the same way that you right. had. But we just had a new beginning type thing. But the company got so quick like so far so quick that I was looking at it and was like, I've been able to do this with such limited time, uh, you know, uh, that I've been able to put on this. Like, uh, you know, I'm able to put a few hours, a couple of hours a day at most into this thing, mm-hmm. and we're able to make X amount of money every month. Imagine what I could do if I could give all of my time. And I assume that that is a very similar feeling to how you are right now.
1: Yeah, completely. And that I mean, that's a huge un- unknown, right? But it feels right and it feels like it's the time and the things i will be able to do now that i could have never done in the past because of time are going to start like you know flying off my tongue like that right let's start this let's start that let's do this now i have the time to do that um and i think it's only going to be good um that's you know that's going to be the focus is is where to redirect all this new time even though, you know, it's going to be a lot of hard work and a huge challenge, it's just the shifting of time into something that's like in my core, right? This is this is like who I am. Like this is, you know, I didn't love pens and paper as a kid for no reason, right? I mean, it was something in me that obviously grabbed me. And then something eight years ago that made me start writing about pens of all things. And something that what, three and a half years ago made me do a podcast about pens, it's, it's in me, right? And figuring out a way to do that as a career is not the easiest thing to do. And it's taken a lot of time and it's super challenging and it's going to continue to be super challenging, but trying to, I'm excited about trying to solve these problems. And I say problems, it's, it's not, there's not, it's not a real problem, but it's trying to figure out, okay, what can I do? To make this whole world of stationery better and welcoming to more people. How can I, you know, get knock out in the world more and bigger and grow that company? And these are awesome challenges to have right now. And I'm glad I could finally, you know, make that jump and to start working on these things. And uh, it's going to be hard as hell, but um, it, it's really, really exciting and you know i've got so many moving parts in the background already and you know i'm not overwhelmed i'm like excited it's like it's gonna be a good challenge that i'm i'm up for and um you know it's gonna be good
0: and my last question shall we record earlier in the day
1: (laughs) (laughs) so i've been thinking about this a lot and we haven't um we haven't not talked about this even in passing number one yes yes and number Uh, number two we should probably switch the day all right so we'll have to talk about your schedule because i want monday to be that's gonna be a really good day for me to be at knock all day Is monday after the weekend after weekend orders come in after weekend emails have piled up getting that extra help by me physically being there on a Monday would be great. And I could actually record there after everyone leaves, but I think it would just end up being too challenging and we should maybe consider moving the day aside from moving it up during the day. So we will will absolutely do it earlier, buddy. (laughs) You deserve that after all these years. Um, We've never recorded at an early hour, except on a one or two rare occasions if I had a holiday or something. Um but you have done this at this hour for as long as the show's been running.
0: We should talk about that, maybe when we get off the air today. <laughs>
1: yeah. You're you're a little bit ready? Yeah, a little bit ready. Uh so <laughs> that's
0: my question's over. Um and we probably we've run a bit long today anyway. Uh but I'm so I'm so happy. I'm so thrilled that we get to talk about this i'm so pleased that it's happened you know um and n- nothing bad has happened and and mm-hmm. that it's all good stuff you know and and the reason you're doing this is because everything's going so great and it's not because something's falling down and you know you deserve yeah. this and i'm really excited to see what this next chapter of of the pan addict is going to look like and not co and, and I'm so happy that I uh, get to have a little bit of a part in this, and, and that really means a lot to me. And uh, I'm so happy that we've been able to get to this point after all these years, and you deserve it. So do you want to sign us off? Is there anything else you want to say?
1: Well, I just wanted to say we didn't even discuss how it will change the podcast, and it's not going to change it other than maybe we might change the time, but you know, we're going to have lots of things, lots of kind of different things to discuss, I think. Um More so than we normally do. There'll be new
0: challenges and new things for us Mm -hmm. to discuss, like on a personal level, which we've always Mm -hmm. done a bit Mm -hmm. of that. Um, Mm -hmm. Obviously, you're going to be busier and there's going to be more things going on there, which is going to be really exciting. But I think more than anything, we'll be able to put more time and effort into it. You know, there'll be less scrambling at the last minute to make sure we've got everything in place. And we'll be able to do more guests and stuff because Brad will be more flexible on time. And, yep. you know, there's going to I I. this will only mean good things for the show.
1: Exactly. Exactly right. And, you know, to to sign it off, I, I couldn't do it without everyone listening right now, everyone reading the blog, Um. everyone talking about the pen Act, everyone being so supportive through all these years. It's a mind blowing community to be involved in. And I'm glad that I can be involved in it every minute of every day from now on
0: if you want to catch our show notes for this week head on over to relay.fm slash penaddict slash 185 you can also find the buttons there for if you want to become a member of relay fm and see your membership money go to this show you can feel free to do that and thank you to everybody that has it really means a lot to both of us Um, if you want to find brad online head on over to knock.co and penaddict.com you want to also look for Brad on the social networks. You want to find him on Twitter. He's at Dowdyism, D-O-W-D-Y-I-S-M. And he is Pen Addict on Instagram. And I am IMike, I-M-Y-K-E, on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks again to our sponsors this week, the great people over at lynda.com, Karas Customs, and Pen And we'll be back next time. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, say goodbye, Mr. Free Time.
1: Goodbye, Mr. Free Time.